Namaskaram everyone hope you guys are doing good and welcome to Aishu's podcast ஒரு <laughs> So we shall start from your childhood. Yes. So now when I was uh, small, I was not very bubbly and cheerful as you said, you know, <laughs> that how I am. It's mostly because of, you know, after college maybe, you know, I just become more bubbly and opened up and everything. No, it's correct. We are not going to cut it. Okay, it's like we won't shoot, shoot. Continue. 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 This is not. Come on. Okay, Anna. So, um... <laughs> Yes Anna so I just want to share my experience of um, you know how I got connected to Isha it was because uh, my whole life has been a confusion for me and uh, I was living my life uh, according to the society and whatever was happening in but somehow there was something that I was not enjoying but still I was doing it for you know I don't know for what reason but uh, since the time Isha has come things have become so clear for me and I'm really happy no, and uh, blessed you can't go into Isha so fast she skipped all the part <laughs> go back School, school. Okay, my school, school. time. Okay. So, yes, Anna. So, in my school, I was a very naughty child. And uh, teachers were not very fond of me. That's what I remember. And, uh, but uh, somewhere down the line, I was a very uh, submissive child. You know, people used to bully me. I was bullied a lot in school. And uh, so, so that really uh, that was a very very important uh, thing that happened to me in uh, school I was bullied in school and i i enjoyed my school life i had friends you know with whom i enjoyed but yes i was bullied also so i never had a very happy happy school life so i had friends so with them i was happy but uh, otherwise you know th- things used to keep happening in between with you know those bossy people and uh, somehow uh, for that reason i used to just feel myself that feel that you know i'm very uh, you know i uh, Can you give some specific instances of a bullying like bullying is a very the what were those instances yes. where you felt bullied for anything you know so if my scissors like for an example my scissors fell down or you know my somebody uh, i lent my scissors to somebody so then i just i would just ask that person and she like why i'll eat it up or what uh, why are you acting like that i lost it so i lost it so they were very rude that way you know they would not say okay i'm sorry i've lost it and everything they were very rude they would okay this is one part of it but there was other part when uh, maybe if i just hit someone or you know uh, said something bad to someone the whole everybody would get together all those bossy people and they would really uh, you know shout at me and uh, howl at me and i remember we had to gift everybody on their birthdays you know and uh, so some of maybe we never carried gifts you know we just maybe for our friends we would gift but you know for everybody it was compulsory that every person's birthday it comes we have to gift them something so there was this girl i remember she would come gift though you know take out the gift and all that so these are small instances but yeah, there was those big instances where people would just jump on me as if i don't know what have i done so that was a really bad experience of my school life everything else was good but just this part i didn't like you know it was bossy people the wannabes who just thought too much of themselves and uh, yeah so that was my school life and i 
as a young child like we were discussing before while we were volunteering we talked about some instances where you you asked people in your home yes or your people could you talk a bit about that i think people will might connect with that you felt you were spiritual yes. when you were a kid or you had questions what were those yes. questions and how did they get answered so uh, when i was very small i remember uh, the maids and all whoever used to come because most of our maids used to come from the tea garden so they would come to our homes to the city to work and i would just uh, you know speak to them talk to them i would say if my parents die you know will you take me home with you i don't know this is a very strange uh, conversation i used to have with them that you know ki jab mera mummy papa mar jayega will you take me home with you so this was something this is you know i'm you know i'm thinking now why why did i ask that what was that was it fear or something what was it of losing someone what was it so that even i i don't have the answer for that even now and there was also one thing i would ask my you know grandmother or my brother or anyone that uh, why do we what happens after we die you know why do we have to do so much so much of drama and everything and then die then again what happens after that so she like we again we had we take a new birth i like doesn't make sense to me i was not making sense to me at all but yes these were the questions and i was i, was, I would ask in detail and this was i think when i was 5 to 6 years old yes so from there a uh, little bit more about college days how like from there from school how was college was it the same experience where you get bullied or was it a pleasant experience how did it go yes and what did you want to do yes college also i remember the first year of college was a struggle for me because see i was in mis and that was um, like a tell us how you got admission school. tell us how you got admission where in the college ah because <laughs> i scored uh, 92% I think ninety three point seven five percent yes, and I had taken humanities because my father said that if you have to get in a good college, you have to get ninety five percent and above. So I worked really hard, and I took humanities specially because I knew that you know that was my forte. I could do well in that. I was very good at memorizing you know the dates, the history dates, and everything. So then I took up history, political science, and you know uh, business studies, and uh, I scored like ninety three point seven five. I was the second topper. So that was uh, so that's how I got into uh, Lady Shriram College in Delhi. Yes. Yes, sir. So uh, the experience uh, it was very difficult for me because we had a house in Delhi. I was staying alone there. Uh, but you know, uh, because we came out of a very, you know, a cocoon kind of a place that was MIS, you know, and then you get out to a world, you know, which is like so much is happening and half the things you can't even imagine that it's happening. So uh, it was difficult for me. I lost my friends. I I had made four friends, but somehow I lost them. I don't know for what reason maybe. it was because of my stupidity or something immaturity i lost them and it really upset me i was completely broken and uh, when i went home on television this uh, yoga practices were happening you know on z news they were just showing uh, some yogic uh, some yoga teacher teaching and talking about the importance of yoga so that is how my mother was sitting next to me so i told her you just get this teacher for me i mean get a teacher for me i want to do yoga also and uh, that's how uh, because we stayed in a building and uh, Uh, below us uh, uncle auntie used to live uh, and uh, they were the ones who were doing yoga like it was 10 years since 10 years they were doing yoga so we asked them you know and then he she said that you know why don't you ask uh, why don't you ask my teacher only to come and teach you and that really helped me and uh, yoga became my thing uh, like i was always coming uh, after college i would come and then the teacher would come and you know teach me yoga so i was i just realized that i was most happy when i was actually doing yoga doing whatever little practices that he was teaching me i was very happy doing that yes and then i found new friends and uh, then college was fine it was fun tell about some of the fun incidents no anna i don't remember the oh. fun incidents there were so many did you travel somewhere yes i remember one thing that you know uh, 
I made friends. I like I I was very scared of boys, you know, talking to boys and all. So I made it a habit that after coming out of school, I made it a habit that whoever is around me, I'll talk to everyone. So in the marketplace, or you know, I was swimming. I started swimming in uh, Delhi. Uh, it was just five minutes walk from my house. So I was swimming, and uh, there I found friends. So I would talk to them. So it was, uh, but it was very funny. I would call every boy my bhaiya. You know, I would call him bhaiya, bhaiya. Anna, Rosond. Yes, I would call them bhaiya. And uh, but it was it was fun. it was a fun experience and then 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 i i got my friends from there bunch of uh, good friends from there and then i started partying with them in the night so first year of college i did not party but second year end end onwards i started partying so i used to go out till you know 2 o'clock in the night and i would because uh, my friends would come at 10 o'clock i would be waiting for them you know since 7 o'clock and then i would tell them okay by 9 o'clock max we'll be back home and then they were like yes 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 okay but then they would come at 10 o'clock and then i would have to crawl you know jump across the wall and then i would go So then, by two o'clock, one day I came at six o'clock in the morning. But it was a it was a fun experience for me. I really enjoyed my that by that time. Yes, I really enjoyed. So after college, what did you? Yes. Uh, so after college, after college again, uh, you know that depressing mode came and everything. No, I would want to share another experience. Please. So um, I still remember in uh, we had a class of psychology. I was in I was in psychology. I was doing psychology honors. So uh, the teacher asked everyone that uh, okay, so what are you all planning to do next? So everybody they knew what they wanted to do. They all had an answer, you know. As somebody was talking about mass comm, somebody said you know clinical psychology, masters, etc. But I was like, um, ma'am, I really don't know because I don't know. It's not running in my head that what I actually want to do. Even psychology, I just took it because um, you know it was it sounded interesting. You know, psychology. It was much better than history, political science, and all that. So I thought, okay, let me just take this subject. So that's what I was telling you know I just went with the flow whatever is happening why we are doing I didn't know and what we are doing but I didn't know that so but I I said I I simply told her you know that I don't know and everybody was looking at me you know like why is she sitting here then what is she doing here so that was a very honest answer from my side and yeah because I didn't know and I was asking my friends as well how do you know you you know you said this that you know you want to do this but how did you get to know that you want to do this so this was a very big question in my life another very important aspect there yes and from there i went to uh, uk so i was in lancaster uh, but then again because my family you know everybody in the family all the children have you know studied abroad and my mother also always would tell me you know that uh, i'll send you abroad as well you go abroad so my father wanted uh, you know me to come back to guwahati assam that's where i belong so i stayed there for a month or two but i was not adjusting i was not liking the family situation at all so i said everybody's gone to abroad so even i will go and study there So that's how I went to Lancaster. But the day I reached Lancaster, I remember I was lying down on my carpet and I was literally crying that you know why have I come here? What am I doing here exactly? The thing is, I just wanted to be happy. You know, somehow after college there was a confusion as I w- what I wanted to do. So then I told my father that you know you send me to Art of Living because I'm so confused. I'll go for Art of Living and I'll go to Bangalore. But they did not allow me and they were not letting me go from Guwahati. So then I told them, okay, fine. Then you send me abroad because I knew I wanted to just escape. You know, so I thought maybe I'll be happy in uh, London, UK. I'll be happy there. So that's why I went for my studies. But then again, there also I was not studying at all. I was missing my classes. I was not interested at all. And uh, I did make friends, but still uh, somehow I was not happy. And um, I asked my, uh, I asked, I got to know that you know there's a subject called spirituality, a spirituality and something I don't exactly remember. So I had taken human resource and knowledge management, but somehow I was not finding that interesting at all. So then uh, I inquired about the spirituality uh, this thing uh, subject, but somehow 
somehow it happened that you know my friends uh, you know they discussed with me and they said no it's better you do what you're doing so when i said okay i still remember i used to wear the same, uh, one pair of jeans and you know tantra t-shirts and a uh, sweat shirt and i would not dress up like the other girls you know i would just be very simple and just roaming around the campus uh, maybe going for try uh, treks and hikes and to other places but again i was very lost and confused i did enjoy but then again my life was a very confused uh, in a very confused state even that time yes but i also started uh, yoga you know like because i was doing uh, you know for my during my college time i was doing uh, the teacher would come home so even in uh, lancaster i had my yoga mat so i would do yoga so there was this lake you know where there were ducks and everything so i would go there there was a, a nice wooden plank so there you know we, i would do yoga in fact i found my friends also they were also interested in yoga so uh, so two of us three of us would go together and do some or the other posture you know we would say do this it was like a competition for us you know who can do this posture better because that time because you know of less less knowledge what was your nickname then <coughs> no everybody called me oh yes people <laughs> call me the yoga queen in lancaster yes yes anna that so it was a fun time yes so and then you decided to come back after that yes So after my college was over, I was very happy to come back. My friends and all, everybody went outside, you know, to Paris and you know Amsterdam and other places. But I was desperate to go back to India. I was desperate to see those, you know, uh, those local people, you know, the rickshaw wala, auto wala. I was so so desperate to see them. So and I loved Delhi that time because I was in Delhi for three years. So I wanted, I was like dying to go back to Delhi. And then I went, uh, came back to Delhi. But then my brother said that if you have to stay in Delhi, if you want to stay here, you have to work somewhere. So then I said that okay, I don't have any work experience and I don't know where I do I have to work. But then uh, he said that okay, fine. We have this Ford dealership, so why don't you, uh, you know, I'll speak to the management over there and you can join them. So as an intern. So I said okay. But then again, it was a very big struggle for me that time because I realized that I'm just wearing a pair of jeans and a sweatshirt. You know, coming back home, I was simple. You know, I was wearing tantra t-shirts and uh, those uh, pajamas. Uh, you know, salwar. Actually, I was wearing salwar and patiyalas. So it is like difficult for me to you know adjust in the office environment because you're supposed to be dressed up in a certain way, and uh, somehow I was not. It was not clicking with me. You know, I was going there, but I remember I was watching uh, on YouTube. I would watch uh, you know uh, the Samaya, the Samaya show or something on NDTV. It comes. So it was all about yogic posture, you know, yoga, yoga class and everything, a yoga session, you know. So I was very interested in this, and then I just when I went back home, I just realized like you know this is not for me. I should get into something like in, in yoga only. So then uh, there was a course, a one month course. It was uh, being offered by Muraji Desai Institute in Delhi. So then I enrolled for that. My mother was also okay, okay, fine. What, whatever you like doing, you do that. So then I enrolled there, and then it was a very fun experience. And uh, that is the time uh, I think I got to know about the inner engineering also happening in Delhi. So I was going to the Green Park uh, parlor, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. beauty parlor. So when I was returning, I said, "Okay, I have to buy Yakut milk." I still remember. <laughs> I told my driver, "I'll just come." So I went to buy Yakut milk. On the way, I saw this hoarding right in front of a uh, electronic shop, and I was like, "Oh God, I've seen Sadhguru. I've seen this guy. Where have I seen?" And I said, "Yes, I saw him in Del- uh, UK." Because in UK, because I was depressed most of the time, I would watch uh, you know videos on meditation, and that's how Sadhguru's video popped. And it was that video, you know, where he says, "Do you believe this is my right hand, or you know this is my hand?" and The video played, and I said, "Who is this Sardar? I don't know." And uh, it was like, "Okay," but I didn't get anything what Sadhguru was saying because because of my psychological drama that was going on inside my head. I mean, I do I didn't 
get what Sadhguru was saying at all. But then, uh, yes, so coming back to the beauty parlor scene, so when I saw the hoarding, I was like, I just took a screenshot and, you know, I called them and, you know, I got connected with them. I said, yes, I want to do the, you know, course and everything. And I also want to share this experience, you know, this volunteer came to come and collect the money from me. So wherever we are, wherever we were, uh, they were coming to collect the money from us. So um, I said, wow, this is so nice. I don't have to go anywhere. They are coming to us. And uh, the Which year was this? This was in 2013, January. So a week before 18th January, he came and then he collected the money. And then I said uh, that you don't look from Delhi. Where are you from? So he said he's from Kerala. So I was like, Kerala? <laughs> All the way from Kerala, you've come to Delhi? Like, yes, for Sadhguru, I've come to Delhi. I was like, oh God, what is Sadhguru? I mean, what is he? What has he done to people that you know, they're coming from, you know, Kerala and other places, you know, uh, to do the program. And that too, again, he's volunteering. So he's doing the program again. So I said, okay, let's, uh, you know, let's experience this. And then that's how my journey started. Actually, my life changed, you know. Yes, after I saw the hoarding, I guess, yes. How was the program? Was, was Sadhguru there on the program? Yes, so Sadhguru was uh, conducting the program. So I still remember when I uh, I was ready, you know, the five o'clock at Pele, wearing those same clothes. For a month I was wearing the same clothes, you know, those uh, sweatpants and a uh, huge sweatshirt I was wearing that. And a hoodie. And then I went uh, to, uh, you know, uh, I took a metro and I went uh, to Thyagraj complex. It happened there. It, was a, it's a, it is a sports complex, it's a huge complex. So the mega program happened there with Sadhguru. And I still remember this uh, volunteer, when, uh, because when you begin with the Indian Engineering program, I think Sadhguru talks about, you know, uh, you know, sharing about the experiences. So there was a volunteer who had already done the program. She was, you know, uh, telling Sadhguru, Sadhguru, I love you, I love you, I love you. And he just hid his face, you know, with his uh, shawl. So that was again a turning point. I was like, what, what, what is this, you know? And that's how, yeah, it began for me. It was a very beautiful journey. I mean, the experience of doing the whole program and then, not reacting, I don't know, from the second day I stopped reacting, you know, Anna, to things. I mean, now I may be reacting, but that time I was like, oh God, it's working, what is happening to me? I mean, it was a beautiful journey, it was a beautiful journey. And I mean, it's, it has been till now. So from there yes. to getting to Guwahati, can you talk about the Guwahati Center? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So I was in Delhi and I did my course and I was there for 40 days and uh, we had to return back to Guwahati. So I was in Guwahati and then, uh, yes, I was here in the tea state also. So that's how, you know, I just saw this uh, tea state in a very beautiful, with, with, uh, I just realized the beauty of this place. Because uh, before that, because I was not initiated and when I would come here, I would not notice anything that is around me. But after coming, I spent two weeks here and I just got the entire house cleaned, everything cleaned. And I was, you know, noticing each and every tree here. I've got to know the names also of a few trees now. And uh, I was doing my, you know, practices morning, evening. It was such a beautiful experience, it was so intense for me. I just realized this is my life, this is how I want to be. Like, you know, I want to be in a village kind of a place, but obviously that did not happen. So um, then I got married. I got married because my father wanted me to get married. And I told him that I'll get married to someone who does not drink or smoke. I don't want to have a... Because my life has become different now, you know. It's uh, the yogic kind of life and I like this much better. I'm so happy that I want to stick to this, I want to hold on to this. So I want someone who can understand me. In fact, I want somebody who can be an Isha meditator. Only then I'll marry. And then my father was like, yeah, yeah, I found someone for you like that only. Yeah, he'll meditate as well. So I said, I'm, are you sure he'll meditate? He said, yes, yes, he will meditate. I said, okay, fine. And then I met him and uh, his name is Shiva. My husband's name is Shiva. And he's such a, I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed to have him. And his family as well. They're really beautiful people that I have around me. And uh, yeah. 
so my life is very easy and very simple with him he's such a simple guy and he's so supportive you know it's because of him and obviously sadguru as well that you know things are happening in my life and devi as well yes So uh so there was a last day you know we were just uh, casually talking with Sadhguru everybody all the participants were talking to him and then uh, we were telling him you know that even we are from uh, Swami uh, sorry Sadhguru we are from Guwahati and we were like Sadhguru please come to Guwahati as well so he said okay fine you know please take their phone numbers oh. you know he just told them <laughs> yes and uh, we were like I was like wow, wow Sadhguru is going to call us now. and you know he's going to come here and all he'll meet us and then uh, Yeah, things passed and months passed by, and uh, we were in uh, Guwahati, and uh, somehow I just uh, told my husband that you know we've not got any call from anybody, but yes, Vina Ka had called me, so can you just call her back and check what happened? Why did she call? Then uh, somehow I only happened to call her, and then she said that you know okay, right now Swami is in the uh, Bagdogra airport. So I said what? I said I've just got you know one hour, two hours to just prepare. I clean my bathroom with my hand, with my bare hands. I clean my bathroom. I just You know, speak and span. The room was. I gave. We offered our room, and then I told. Uh, you know, my father. Like, uh, you know, an important person is coming. I need your Mercedes car. I'm going to take that car. You know, to receive him and everything. So from the tea garden, you know, to the city, he sent the car for you know Swami, and then I went and I received him. And uh, it was a. Those three days were like magical for me. It was like something I don't know what is happening. You know, it was very strange because that's how I connected to Vina Akka, and then she told me that he is here. And then for rally for rivers, actually he was coming. No, Swami. Okay. So he had an appointment with the government, and uh, so we met met the gov- government officials. In fact, we came here also, you know, to the tea garden with him, to show him the place. And he was like so happy seeing the place, and he was like, "No, we should definitely bring Sadhguru here if he's here." So, and then that's how it started, you know. And then uh, after a few months, I think uh, Sadhguru also came for the Rally for Rivers program. And then again, we were on. Uh, we, you know, I arranged the Range Rover car because I told Swami that I have the car that Sadhguru likes. <coughs> so we arranged the Range Rover car for him, and you know he was in the car. My Sadhguru, my my husband went to receive Sadhguru at the airport, and I was with the mala waiting for him at Kala Khetra, where you know Sadhguru was uh, supposed to come, and uh, you know uh, the event was organized there. So yeah, that's how it started. And Sadhguru was like, "Yes, now we should have the programs here now. The inner engineering program should begin Guwahati." Oh, till then no inner engineering. Uh, till then no. It was for rally for rivers. He had come. Okay. Yes. And then again, so um, after a few months, we started with the inner engineering program. Swami came, he conducted the program. It happened very well, and uh, that's how we figured out volunteers also. Put you know few volunteers here in um, Guwahati Assam, and that's how you know the center actually started. And then we started the seven days program. We started in the same place where you know our office is located, in the same building. So that's how it started. Yes, and we had many programs because we were doing so well. The volunteers were doing so well. All of us were like so into this. that uh, we had um, programs every month it was a baby uh, center but we did uh, i think very well and yes so from there lockdown so how amananna how did you get in contact and what is the purpose of this yes, programs yes yes so this was always in my mind i think uh, even before doing uh, before uh, you know 
I spoke to Amanana. Before that only, you know, I had contacted other teachers as well, you know, who could come here. But somehow it did not happen. And then uh, it was in 2019, October. You know, I contacted uh, Amanana because I was just searching for teachers, you know, who teach Hatha Yoga. I had done all my programs outside Guwahati, you know. I went to Delhi to do my program and everything. So I said, let me see if there's a teacher in uh, Guwahati. I'm sure itna classes hogi Hatha Yoga teacher training programs has happened. Definitely there must be a teacher now. So I saw this name, Amanana. So I called him, I said, Anna, you're from Guwahati? And she's like, no, no, he's from Bodh Gaya. But yes, he has conducted classes and he plans to do some a few classes here. So then that's how it just, I said, okay, Anna. Then I, said, okay. then I just clicked in my head, you know, about this place. Then I have this place, you know, we can try doing programs here. So he said, yes, okay, let's see. And then that's how it uh, happened. But then again, lockdown happened the sec, you know, uh, the later year. But during lockdown, again, I came here. Then again, I started seeing that this place has a hot yoga retreat program. And a program should happen. It must happen. So again, I contacted him and I shared the whole entire video of this place. So he said, okay, let's see. And then he came. And then, you know, after a few months again, he came. And then, you know, we, we spent two, three days looking at the place, what we can do, what all we can offer here. And, you know, where can we, you know, where can the hall be for us? Because, you know, this is a bungalow. This has, you know, four rooms and the hall is, which has the, you know. Access to all the rooms. Yes. And. So, but yeah, so we decided to ship to move all the hall uh, stuff, you know, from inside to outside yeah. in the backyard. And that's how we, you know, we prepared the hall as well. And yes, the first program that uh, we did with Amanana was in May. And we had about seven participants. Yes. So it was a beautiful journey. And now we just had the second, second program. program. Today is the last day. Yes. Some participants have already left. Yeah. Now we also have to leave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So before anything else Saka, we missed or something that you remember you want to share? Like what would you like to leave the audience with? About yoga, about meditation, about your life, whatever. Something that you want to tell, especially to women out there who might be struggling, you know. Something you message you have. With their, you know, the way they look, the way they dress. Okay, yes, I always struggle with dressing up, you know. People uh, people were always after me that, you know, please dress up in a certain way. But I somehow I just cannot be like that. I always like to be in a simple way. Even now that I have to dress up, it's just because of this, you know. Otherwise, what I like to be... What do you think of dress up? Look, I just totally enjoy being myself, my hair being messed up. And all. I think that's how I love I love to be like this. And that, that is what is me, you know, actually. Because I remember I just struggled, you know, uh, because uh, it was in college time I started dressing up like that. See, school time you never get a chance to dress up at all. Because I was in a, I was in a hostel. Yes, definitely, when I would come home, all my... All the clothes that I was wear was, uh, uh, you know, given by my mother to me. So, I never had this too much thing of dressing up and all that. College time also, I, was I would just wear tantra t-shirts and those shorts, you know, and go to college. And uh, even in Lancaster, you know, a pair of jeans and that uh, hoodie I would carry. But now, <laughs> I just like to wear a simple kurti and uh, salwar. That, that too, I love white color salwars. So, it's like... I like to be simple, I like to be like that. My hair messed up, you know, maybe I don't comb for days. It's like, my mother has to tell me, please comb your hair. So, life is like that, I love it like that. That is the beauty, I mean, of life for me. I mean, that's how I see it, just be, just be. So, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Akka. Yes. She's not on any social media handles, so I won't be able to leave any handles. <laughs> but if you come to Guwahati, you can find her. Yes. Where can they find you? Ah, uh, they can contact me. Uh -huh. You have my contact details, oh. you can give it, oh. share it with them. Okay, okay thank you. Okay. Namaskaram. Okay, everyone, for this podcast, I forgot to mention something very important that Sadhguru said to them. Yes. 
so when Sadhguru came and uh, I offered the mala, so he came with my husband to the uh, Kalakhetra uh, in Assam, and uh, so I just said, you know, Sadhguru, and he's like, both husband and wife have hijacked me. Ha ha ha! So that is something I missed. <laughs>